everybody. Welcome to Tales from the Kayfabe. My name is Kevin. Uh, I'm joined by Jack. As always. As okay. And uh, we have a special guest this week. Uh, Matt is out of town. And so we had to get two people to fill his position. Because he's a big man and a big personality. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The first one is our friend Lucy. Hello. Hi, Lucy. Uh, Lucy is like Matt, doesn't know anything about wrestling. Totally clueless. And yeah, that's her. <laughs> uh, she's our friend, and I thought she'd be great on this show. And uh, then I also wanted to, uh, for the first time, have a guest that does know something about wrestling, and it's our friend Jake Schneider. Hello. Hey, uh, Jake and I can go on for hours and hours talking about wrestling to the point where, like, I didn't see him for like a year or so, and then it's like we picked off right where we left off. <laughs> picked yeah. up right where we left you off. You picked off right where you yeah, left off. That's right. Bah. Yep, exactly. All right. Uh, so I do have a cool show planned today. Uh, basically, what we do here. I do want to shout out real quick. Yes. Last week, we said we were going to talk about something this week. We're not going yeah, I'm to. Not, I'm not doing that. I know for a fact we aren't because me and Kevin talked about it. Sorry if you were looking forward to it. We're not going to talk about Trump. That's basically it. Okay. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to put you guys through that. We're going to put Matt through that. So, (laughs) yeah. Jake probably knows all about it already. But Do I? About the Trump stuff. With WWE. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. We're not talking about this. Uh, this week, we're going to start off talking about uh, one of my favorite wrestlers, and I think one of yours too, Jake, uh, CM Punk. Oh. Yeah, CM Punk. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> Lucy, you ever heard of CM Punk? No. Is, no. That, is CM, are they are they initials? Do they stand for? It yes, does. It do you know this one? Um, I've heard uh, a couple of different things. Um, it has something to do with another wrestler that he respects. Is that right? Um, I didn't hear that one, but go ahead and say that. No, I, don't, I don't know the specifics. The one or, that I always heard is that it meant chick magnet. Oh. Oh, I thought it was to search for like cock masher. Close. Same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, no, I thought it was a band or another wrestling thing oh. that, that he... Because I think we'll I've heard up. of a band yeah. called CM Punk or something. Or am I oh. thinking of S- SLC. SLC Punk? Yeah, that's a great show. Yes, but CM Punk is a wrestler who's been around for a long time. How old is he? He is like 38. Okay. Lucy wants to know if he's dateable. Yeah. Um, he is married. I know that. So sorry. Uh, he's no longer a wrestler, and we'll get into that a little later here. Um, but yes. Uh, uh, I want to start off with one of the. Uh, we just go with specific. Oh, Lucy, I just looked him up. He looks like your type. Oh, hello. I see where the punk comes from. Got that part down. <laughs> uh, is he wearing that belt and nothing else in that? Yeah, that that's kind of his style. He Donald ducks it. No, he. <laughs> He has trunks on. He's one of the wrestlers that many do uh, wear the small trunks and everything. You Chuck Mosley. Chuck Mosley right. punk? Is that what it stands for? Yeah. Okay. They, there's many different 
Sure, it's fun. But it's yeah. fun to keep it open-ended like that. Yeah, I think he said a bunch of those. But yeah, CM Punk, his real name's like Phil or something. Phil Brooks. <laughs> Phil Brooks, yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's a great name right there. Yeah, Phil Brooks, why not? Yeah. Um, he is from Chicago, bills himself as the second city saint. Mm-hmm. Straight edge. Straight Superstar. edge is, yeah, he wears the X's on his hand, part of the straight edge thing. He at one time had a uh, had a faction called uh, the Straight Edge Society. That's right. Yeah, you remember yeah. that? Yeah, Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows was in it uh, where he basically, he basically took the role of Jesus and would shave people's heads and would make sure, like, they were all sober mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, Straight Edge Society. Pretty awesome. Yeah, and then he kicked out the one girl for drinking in real life or yeah, something like that. Yeah, she drank in real life. You yeah. can't be in the straight edge society. Wait, so CM Punk established this society. Yeah. And he's the, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so do you know what a faction is? I'm going to walk you no, through it. Okay, elaborate. so it could be a, just a group of guys that all team up together, and sometimes they'll be on, for a single match, they'll be on the side, sometimes get involved. doesn't have to be bad guys all the time. But most of the time, it's bad mm-hmm. guys. Uh, or heels, if you will. Bad yeah. guys. Yeah. Villains. We'll, we'll walk you through. Don't worry, yeah, Lucy. I'm even more confused. It's, yeah. it's, it's like an improv team that doesn't always do shows together. But sometimes they do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. Um, I do love how often we come back to improv we stuff well, on this podcast. I will say, Jake and I have talked about this at length uh there's many similarities that we both see in wrestling and Mm. improv uh for anyone that is outside of the community that doesn't know most everyone here actually does improv and uh we've talked about that at length really Mm -hmm. like uh there's a lot of similarities oh yeah what's one off the top of your head uh that it's all improvised yeah (laughs) well okay (laughs) yes (laughs) That okay. And the matches, yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of the matches are they so got they, they their plan spots. out some. Yeah, they got their spots in the same way that like a you know your, your herald, your herald or your your team might have a form, and you know your spots. But everything in between the spots is there's a lot of give and take there. Yeah. Do, you get Do m- things like never say no, no denying? Does that apply? Well, sure. Yeah. To an extent. <laughs> to an extent. Yeah. What about, like, no transactions? Ooh. Right. I, right. I'm so there's sure no there's money a, involved. I'm sure there's a similar thing to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say, that they do these things, uh, they do promos, they do talk, and a lot of that is improvised as well. Mm-hmm. And I've heard, like, there are some golden rules that you don't say. Really? Uh, and these go back to, like, the 80s, and I it's kind of have have gone away because I see it happen more and more but like one is like don't mention past fights what? yeah which we see it happen all the time now but Hulk Hogan was big on like he said he wanted to actually punch the ultimate warrior in the face uh, by mentioning a past fight said I beat you before and he's like why would you ever say that now no one's gonna buy a ticket I don't understand they say that all the time I know we hear it all the time really but mm. I think it's <clears throat> heels can say it, mm. faces don't. Interesting. Good guys don't, yes. Mm. 
It is very weird. Um, let's talk about the ultimate CM Punk story, though. And sure. You know what it is, right? What is it? It is the pipe bomb. The pipe bomb. So this is what I like. Um, this is one of the few times that someone can totally humiliate their boss and they get a raise. Mm-hmm. It happens. A, it happens not a lot in the real world. A lot here. A lot in this world. Um, well, this world's a screwy upside down world. The wrestling world. The wrestling it's, world. It's yes. it's topsy turvy upside down. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh. Yes. Uh. In 2011, uh, CM Punk in real life didn't feel like he was he was gonna he was doing anything in WWE. He wanted to leave. He told the company, "I think I'm on my way out when my contract's up," and. They were trying to get him to sign back on again, and they even kind of dangled the carrot of a championship match in Chicago, where he's from, uh, on the last day. I think they even extended his contract a day. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think I think he goes, okay, I'll extend my contract for one day. Okay. And for one day? For one day, just, wow. be, just to do this pay-per-view. Uh, so he, he ends up... Uh, he 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 they, he ends up agreeing and they set this match up with John Cena. Uh John Cena. Oh, yes. <laughs> so so uh John Cena ends up uh John Cena ends up doing his, you know, his all American Superman thing back then. He's gotten much better now, I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we have thoughts. He's, what he's the greatest Anyway, go no, not, go ahead. No, let's not get off topic yet. Let's. Well, the pipe, on this part po- of of the whole podcast is getting off topic. Yeah, okay. there's been there hasn't been many podcasts. I, I just where we stayed I on just topic. think that John Cena is the greatest heel of all time. But he he doesn't play a bad guy. That's just it. Uh, can we define a heel? Yeah, bad guy, bad villain. Guy. Okay. And then uh, you'll hear us say this. Uh, heel is villain. A good guy is babyface or face. Babyface? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you seem so, so delighted by this. Uh, babyface. Yeah. I'm I'm delighted by how delighted she is. By <laughs> She's her, her baby face lit up. Oh come on, Ow. low blow. Um. Okay, so uh, uh, CM Punk ends up uh, agreeing to this match with. Cena and Cena's doing his baby face thing and just being the being the good guy all around. Right. Uh, the the he's the children's champ right. pretty much, which makes him a bad guy. Which makes him a bad guy to adults. I don't know why, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. con- it's confusing because it it should be. <laughs> like I'll, I'll tell you what, Lucy. Uh, if you ever been to a live event. You're gonna hear half the audience cheer for John Cena and half of them boo, mm-hmm. and the boos are a lower octave, and the cheers are always just this high. It's all these kids going Cena, Cena, like, mm-hmm. like oh, it's all the time. You notice yeah. that right off the bat when, when all these kids are just chanting for Cena. Uh, he's the children's champ. So adults right. hate him because he stay, He speaks for the children. Uh, yes. He's like the yeah. Lorax of, of yeah, WWE. A, he is yes. the Lorax, yes. Yes. Very much so. 
I love that movie. So then you have CM Punk. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, uh-huh. wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. I like that movie, not the book. The movie is great. I've She's not it. much of a reader. <laughs> yeah. Were you one of the people, because you were of it, that age when it came out, that was like real into the guy in the movie? Like, okay. the like in a way that like sexually like, frustrated like Zac, you? The Zac Efron guy? Maybe. Um, no, I mean, because I, was, I know there were a lot of teenagers and preteens that, that were, were very much like, ooh, like their loins stirred by so this like they had a sexual character. They had a sexual awakening to like a, to a, a cartoon? pixelated. Yes. My sexual awakening was Scooby Doo, the really? the real movie. The dog. Yeah. No, not the dog, but just like the uh, whole vibe of it? that movie Fred? is just. No, it's just like the whole like the the atmosphere is just so sexy. They're on an island for spring break, mm. and they're ghosts and bad That's, guys. How old are you in this? Like nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I was gonna reveal something I wasn't ready to reveal, <laughs> but I will. Go ahead. Uh, my sexual awakening was when I was four, and it was to Jasmine in Aladdin. So Ayo. there you go. Wow. Uh, yeah. My turn. Yeah, go ahead if you want. Lady and the Tramp. Oh. Nice. There you go. Yep. It does set a mood. Yeah. Hmm? The movie sets a mood. Sets a mood. When two dogs kiss over a plate of spaghetti, boom. It's like a metaphor. (laughs) Right? Jack, have you gone yet? I haven't. I can't think of it. Okay. I I really can't. Well, then we'll get back on subject. Okay. Fine, Jack. Yeah. Um, Okay, so. I'm sorry that I can't finish off. (sighs) I our diversion better (laughs) so uh behind the scenes they're really trying to get cm punk to stay and he's like no i'm gonna go i don't care and and then they go all right uh we're gonna give you a chance three weeks before the pay-per-view to air your grievances like live on television and he goes really and they're like yeah Mm -hmm. and he goes okay and so he wrote what was going on, and they knew, kind of like improv, he knew what was going to happen at the end. His mic was going to get cut off and stuff like that. Um, but they didn't really know exactly what he was going to say. Uh, the whole thing is he runs in uh, towards the end of a match, throws uh, John Cena through a table, and mm. then runs to the top of the ramp, sits down crisscross applesauce on, on the stage, and starts talking. What? Applesauce. Applesauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, starts talking. Uh, starts talking on the microphone. And I do have a transcript of what he's saying. No way. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna read the whole thing. Just it's a some, lot. It's a lot. Just some of the highlights. He's like, I like you, John, but I think I'm better than you. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Normal stuff. Uh, and then he says, the only reason why you get more things than me is because you're really good at kissing Vince McMahon's ass. And uh, he goes, yours. Hold on, Lucy. Yeah. Do you know who makes me? Yeah, you know what, what he just said? I'm you sorry, know what my headphones said? are fucking me up right now. <laughs> There's a delay. Uh, do you know who Vince McMahon is? <laughs> no, I do not. Uh, he is the owner and all over lord and god of the WWE. Uh, yeah. he, uh, He's the Trump of the WWE universe. Trump or uh, a Lorne Michaels type. Lorne Michaels. If you, yeah. Think of it like that. So <laughs> he's the Koch brothers smushed into one giant yes. okay. weird 
80-year-old man. He is also the guy who ultimately decides whether a wrestler is going to win or lose or get the title or do something like that. So uh, he's automat- he's got the stamp of approval. Yeah. He do you know around. he's like big brother kind of kind of he's yeah. like big daddy big daddy yeah <laughs> you're Can also you? looking at me like i just spoiled like the fact that wrestling isn't real to you <laughs> no like i i i knew it wasn't but i didn't realize that it was like the outcome was so just. completely predetermined yes yeah yes it's completely predetermined by a 70 year old man and uh 70 I think we looked it up. He's 70 okay. now. Uh, and I will. I have another story about him later, but ba- basically he also says you're as good as kissing his ass as Hulk Hogan was, uh, but he didn't do it good enough. I don't know. Maybe you're as good as Dwayne, which is Rock the Rock. And he goes, and he still is good at kissing his ass. And then like even does weird things like says whoops i'm breaking the fourth wall hey guys and like looks at the camera and then uh yeah says i've been the best since i walked into this company uh the only person that believed in me was this guy paul Heyman, who at the time paul Heyman was estranged from the company a little bit and so he, he was like i'm a paul Heyman guy hey what's going on uh brock lesnar was here he left like i'm leaving uh, and then he said, I, I grabbed so many of the brass rings that it's finally dawned mm. on me that they're just that. They're completely imaginary. The only thing that's real is the fact that the day, day in, day out from almost six years, he's won. I've proved to everyone I'm the best in the world. No one can touch me. Uh, he, he said... He keeps get to going the part on. About I'm trying to get to the part. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, um. Oh, where is it? He's saying I'll go back to uh, Ring of Honor. He said he's saying hi to his friends at home. Uh-huh. He's completely breaking everything that a normal promo should be. Right. And people are like intrigued now because yeah. it, it it almost seems like he went crazy mm-hmm. and just is doing his own thing. So basically it seems like this isn't even character anymore. This is legit grievances. Mm. Yeah. Like he's breaking kayfabe a little even. Right. It, he, and he kind of is. Um, man, Lucy what? kayfabe, by the way, is like the reality of wrestling and there was something about it being done in vegas i've heard that discussion before about the fact that it was done in vegas what do you mean the it was a very punk friendly crowd uh okay this sort of like dystopian jaded Mm -hmm. adults that would attach to this idea of you know rebelling against your boss He's saying he he then goes on to say, you know what? Uh, uh, even if I leave, he's just gonna be a billionaire. God, I, he doesn't need me on his spokes uh, because he surrounded himself with glad-handed, nonsensical douchebags, and they censored something. Yes, man, uh, like John Laurinaitis, who's going to tell him everything he wants to hear. And I'd like to maybe think that this company will be better after Vince McMahon is dead. But the fact is, it's going to be taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus. son son-in-law and the rest of his stupid family (laughs) yeah 
this also sounds like just a rant so on good. Facebook that, so that really just does, made it right? into like the real world. Totally unhinged. Uh, then he's what like, year was this? This was 2011. Five short oh, years okay. ago. Okay. Yeah, 2011. Because uh, we've been reaching back into the mid the 90s. 90s lately, so I'm um, not think... expecting this to be this recent. No. All right, my question is, why did he sit down, crisscross applesauce? That's not a very like that's assertive. a thing. That's his thing. Yeah, he sits down. That that's his. Because he doesn't care. He'll even go to the ring and like sit down, crisscross <laughs> applesauce right. in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Uh, I don't. That's his thing. It's kind of a Bill Cosby way of going about it. That's I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, he was a sit-down comic. Oh, oh, um, yeah. Okay. Yes. So yes, instead instead of saying I I see what you mean. I guess so. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. So yeah, he says that, and then they they do a thing where they cut his mic off. He walks off stage, and they say he's been suspended indefinitely. Um. Then comes back the next week. Oh yeah. It's so the good. whole. My well, thing is, I'm, I just had to. Put I mean, it out that there. technically falls under indefinitely. <laughs> they never defined it. Yeah. So it right? was for six days. Yeah. It was either just, you know, it came out years later that the uh, Montreal screw job was a work. You know what I mean? We, so, we talked about, yeah. So this may have been just one of the greatest works ever. Because I, I, I cannot believe, I do not believe punk for one minute. I, I won't. Because he has said himself in person, in, face to face, he has told me, I am the greatest liar ever. Oh, you've met him before? I've met him. Oh, okay. And he said that. And that I believe. That I will believe. So when he says, oh, WWE lets me go up there and wing it. No. No, they don't. They don't let anybody wing it. I, I believe that. They let yeah. you maybe hit some bullet points, but I think it was just the greatest, just a fantastic character. CM Punk's character yes. was so good. And that's the whole bit is he is against the authority and he's that guy that goes on Facebook and gets to rant against your boss. And if you and I did that, we we're, we're fired. We're fired the yes. next day. And we get to... We get to live through that experience with someone like Punk, and that's kind of what WWE is missing right now. Mm-hmm. Is that real? Is that Stone Cold? That CM Punk? As great as AJ Styles is playing the heel, there's nobody really that's sort of like stick. I mean, really, there's nobody really sticking it to the authority. Exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah, so this was everyone's like, okay, we're rebelling against this. Uh, you can cheer for Cena. We're gonna cheer for this guy, and he gave he. He got all the cheers in the world. He, uh, uh, they then do the match, and uh, from what he says, and you can take the account as much as you want, he walked into that pay-per-view without a contract, and basically Vince McMahon was just like, okay, you have me over a barrel now. Right. Because what really did happen was the next week, all of a sudden all these places wanted, wanted to talk to him. And so he became big, and they're like, oh, man. So what did happen was they had, even if that's, this was Vince McMahon's idea, they they did have to pay more money. Yeah, They have to pay him a lot more money. So <laughs> then they renewed his contract for how much longer? It was it was four years. Yeah. Um, it was four years. He didn't complete the four years. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, who knows exactly how long it was, but he got what he wanted out of it. He was able to negotiate getting the, getting the title, yeah. which was awesome to witness. I got to be there when he won that in Chicago oh, did you? at Rosemont. That's awesome. So, I mean, the audience was so over. You see some of those old uh, videos of just you know audience just like pop nonstop, and that mm-hmm. was that was that audience. I've heard about that. It was before so years. good. So yeah, he wins the title in Chicago. Uh, uh, runs out of the building like he just stole it. Because oh, yeah. the in in the storyline, he was still not under contract, and so it was like he was leaving the WWE and just stealing the title from everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that's what I loved about it that they that they put it on him, and everyone's like, "Uh oh, what are we gonna do now?" And like Vince McMahon is out there acting like he's all scared and like, "Oh no, get my title back!" And he runs home and then posts a picture on Twitter of. It in his fridge. He put sure, the title in his, in his fridge. In his fridge with with uh, with Colt Cabana, just bumming around Wicker yes. Park. It's so great. Um, uh, and we'll fast forward a little bit. Uh, he lost the title shortly after that, then won it back, and then had the title for like four hundred and something days. Yeah, the longest. Uh, isn't that still the Rain longest in recent history? Right. Yeah. Because back, I'll I'll tell you this. Back in uh, like that's the what I think 70s, he wanted. Yeah. Back in the seventies, there was they just put a title on a guy for like ten years, and like at a time, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Uh, like they just like, oh yeah, this is our champion this for is the guy. ten years, yeah. and then they're like, oh, we got to get a new one. He'll have it for like two years, and yeah. then all of a sudden they're just like, okay, we gotta we gotta rotate this more often. But yeah, so um, then they had to earn it. That you always have to okay. earn it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Come on, you gotta Lucy. Be the face We're right. talking about <laughs> wrestling. Yeah, Lucy. Um. So, uh, but now, uh, how did he leave? When did When did Punk leave? Punk left in uh, twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically, so, yeah. Because if it was two thousand eleven. He did not complete his contract. Yeah. Uh, basically, what it was was he was just frustrated with everything. Um, in his... Well, his, ma- his last match... He was just the Royal Rumble. Right. Do you remember what happens? He had a concussion. <laughs> no. He says he did. You no, know, Kane... Oh, really? Is that part of yeah. why they did... <laughs> well, I mean, when you're just watching it, just as a fan, you're watching it, and it's the Rumble, and Kane's eliminated. Yeah. And then corporate Kane because he's got bipolar disorder so he's got a double side Lucy and he also has a suit and tie side yeah, yeah we talked Wait, about does Kane he, a little bit does he actually have bipolar disorder or is he just like exploiting the like stigma or stereotype on the mental illness do they even, probably the latter <laughs> do they even <laughs> say he has bipolar like do they come out and say he's bipolar oh I just did oh you I just don't know did. that's just oh, me oh okay isn't that kind of bipolary to like have, I don't, a, have a double inside more like multiple personalities yeah disorder. really it's, it's kind a, of Finn Balor it's a series yeah. of uh, depressive and manic states they, mm. they've done many storylines where they exploit things like uh, do you remember the gold dust Tourette's Oh yeah, <laughs> those were hilarious. I was gonna—I'm not prepared for this. I was gonna talk about it another time, but I'll just tease this one. Uh, uh, the wrestler Goldust at one time, I think he got thrown into something by Randy Orton, and then like said he had a neurological disorder from it, and basically it was Tourette's, and he would just be like, uh, 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 "Oh, oh, 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 oh!" Like that would was. Would he like cuss or say? No, he no. would just do that. He would just sort of stutter, really. <laughs> He would just be like, and uh, I'm gonna. Uh, and it was, it's, it's not real. 
No, it's not real. He just like uh, made that part of his character. Yeah, then? yeah. He's, he's, in, okay. he's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Okay. Part. Is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, but uh, but CM Punk. Uh, so uh, Crazy Kane gets knocked out, and uh, then Crazy Kane, Corporate Kane, comes back. He's already out of the match. Yeah. And just reaches over and pulls Punk mm-hmm. out of the ring. Nobody eliminated him except for a man that was already eliminated. Yes. So it's like, what? Already. And they counted that? And that was it. And that was the last you ever saw of CM Punk. So what CM Punk claims in this, he, he did a tell-all podcast after he – and he just left. He, like, walked out, didn't oh, have yeah, a came back. match. Oh, so great. What but it was so great. Like, like his last moment, though. I mean, that wasn't the last mo- – okay, so he was dragged out. That was his last match. But then he came back, what, the, the next day at Monday Night Raw or something? He didn't come out, though. He came out, and he, yeah, because he drops the mic on, this is the, one of the coolest moments that you oh, can okay. walk away from the WWE. Now, I might not be getting this right, so I might be having a Mandela effect right now. But from what I remember is he comes back out to address the crowd and be like, oh, this is all crazy, whatever. Maybe drop, maybe drop another pipe bomb. But instead what happens is the crowd starts chanting CM Punk, Undertaker and Punk, you know, get lets his emotions work and you just see him take it in and walks off to the sound of CM Punk Undertaker chanting from the crowd. So it's great. You're you're right in a sense. It happened. It happened in a different order. Okay. (laughs) That that happened before. That was before the match. That that was uh, okay. That actually happened. A year prior, right after he wrestled Undertaker, and then he like took a couple months off. Okay. Yeah, he took a couple months off, and then and then he came back and did that whole did his whole run with Paul Heyman, did all this thing, and then the night after Royal Rumble, he just he apparently got in a fight with Vince McMahon. Okay. And left. I, I like how it resonates in my fake memory. Well, I like it too. Don't <laughs> worry. I I think that's a great greater story than what really happened. Well, what what how so how did it really transpire? What was his sort of last his button on? Um he he said that during the Royal Rumble match he got a concussion. Uh he was supposed to be the last guy the second to last guy in that match. And uh he wasn't supposed to win, but he was supposed to be the second to last guy. Because uh, he was in at number one, and so they were doing the Iron Man thing with him, um, or he just lasted forever. Uh, but he got a concussion. Told one of the refs he got a concussion, so he was laying off to the side for a lot of the time. And uh, to get him out of there, they got they got Kane to get him out. Is that how it worked? And and so and Kane, like you can even see him like walk out there, and you're like, what's he doing out there? Mm-hmm. And it was weird. He kind of talked to the side. He's like. Are you all right? Uh, I'll just grab you over because they didn't want they didn't want anyone to violently knock him over, and everyone else in the match knew like, oh, don't touch him, or really, don't try to knock him over. So they had to get someone else to get him yeah. out. Uh, so that's what happened there. And the next day, he claimed he had a concussion. They're like, oh, we don't think you do, and they thought he was faking the concussion. Uh, he also had a staph infection that they didn't look at. This oh, is yeah. all according to CM Punk. Yeah. Who apparently told Jake he is the biggest liar ever. So, oh, yeah. take it what it is. Told a bunch of us. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that is, in a nutshell, some of the highlights. I have a quick question yeah. about like, mm-hmm. getting out of a contract in the WWE. 
do you have to like buy yourself out or like well he's still under assault isn't he isn't he like still in in, in, like mired in legal battles with the wwe right now at least i I don't even know if that's storyline okay so that is actually uh he he got out of his contract because basically we've kind of talked about this on other wrestlers don't have a very good contract uh, they got to pay for all their travel. They got to pay for almost everything. They don't get health insurance. They yeah. They don't get health insurance. They don't get health insurance. They don't get nothing. Oh my. They don't Except get a no- lot of money. Yeah, uh, unless you're dream. well, unless you're in like where CM Punk was, John Cena. They put in their contracts. We want, we want uh, travel. We want this. I want a van. Yeah. I want ice cream. So <laughs> for the bigger guys, they'll do it. For the for the guys that aren't that big, they don't get that much. But they they do get a lot of money. You're right. But if you're spending it on a lot of travel, mm. a lot, they they don't get all that paid for. Uh, they're actually filed under independent contractors. Yeah. So what Punk did was say, "I'm an independent contractor. I don't have to show up," and just didn't. And then eventually, a couple days before his contract was up. They uh they fired him, uh, and they wouldn't pay him what his current merchandise was. Oh, that's right. And so what do you he, mean by that? So uh, if you bought a CM Punk shirt merch, he would get he would get like a dollar or two dollars oh, a shirt. Okay. Uh, they weren't giving him that money, and even like I think he said he found uh. A couple of checks in his couch. They apparently still send paper checks. Uh, he found them in his couch yeah. that he never cashed, and he tried to call to get them reissued. He goes, "Yeah, I found these. Can I get these reissued?" And they said, "No." Uh, that's hilarious. So he was like, "Okay," and he he they actually fired him on the day of his wedding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so they, so he, he got out of, he got a lawyer. They, he said he got everything he wanted out of it, went on a podcast, did a tell all, and they sued him because of the podcast. They're still suing him that, because of that, that okay, podcast. Yeah. Uh, and Colt Cabana, who we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, That's which, the only reason why I think that it's true. That it's one's Colt, true. It's because Colt Cabana is all kind of yeah. stirred up into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But who knows? So what is he doing now? Uh, he just fought in the UFC, and by yeah. fought, yeah. Uh, he was at the UFC. <laughs> he was there, and by he, fought, I mean he got beat. He got his ass beat. Oh, it was uh, it was a it was a big thing, and uh, UFC was, was wise to do it because they got a lot, lot of, of money, a lot of money because people were like, "Ooh, we want to see this guy do it," right? Because uh, he just got off that podcast, Ooh. they signed him, and then like it took about. A year and a half to two years? Yeah, two years. Yeah, it's two years for him to finally be up to to be able to fight. Yeah. Uh, and he got his ass whooped Ooh. in like two minutes and 15 seconds. Uh, did you watch last night? It's just so, it, was, it happened so fast. Did, did you watch last night's Raw? Oh, last night's Raw? Uh, they were in Chicago. Oh, Chicago. yeah, the comment they, from yeah, Stephanie. They yeah. start chanting CM Punk, as they always do. 
And she goes, and uh, Stephanie McMahon goes, yeah, try to keep that up for more than two minutes and 15 seconds, and you'll actually beat Punk. That's and right. just shut the crowd <laughs> down. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yes, that's what he's doing now, or did now. Well, uh, he also writes comic books. Yeah, he does. Oh, naturally. Uh, Thor, <laughs> he wrote Thor. Yeah, right? No, he writes, uh, oh, uh, Dax. Dax? The character that uh, Batista plays. Drax. Drax. Drax, thank you. Drax. I didn't know that. I knew he, he wrote a no, Thor. Drax. He, the he one writes he, for the German Index. So he's yeah. actually <laughs> even like with Marvel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. with I think with uh, DC as well. I think he does both. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, I think he big has co- big comic book nerd. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. He's really creative. He tells great stories. You know. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens with him in fighting going forward. There's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of talk other than what was suggested by other UFC people, which is, you know, he needs to just put him on a couple free shows and mm. see what he can do. But yeah, right. Yeah. Like, you know, start where everybody else starts in that game at that age. And UFC is all real. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, come on, please let, just explain yes. this to me. I'm sorry. UFC is real. Yes, <laughs> UFC is real. Okay, but I, I'll just tell you how fake wrestling is. All right, uh, please you do. Know, you know when uh, uh, CM Punk said this company will be better when uh, Vince McMahon dies. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about next is when Vince McMahon died. Oh my God, we are talking about that. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about that. This is really a weird. This is a weird moment in WWE history. Yes, this is yeah. just kind of a weird. I moment. know this story. I Do you? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm excited. Okay. Oh, so, I don't know the full thing, but <laughs> yeah, I, I don't kinda know the outcome. What was the, what was, what led up to this? Okay. Yes. So 2007, uh, for some reason at the age of, well, yeah, this would be, he was around, yeah, he would have been the age of 60. He was 60 years old. Yeah. Cause he's and, 71 right now and held the ECW championship. Yes. He held the ECW world championship. Uh, which Lu- was a did brand. you guys hear what Lucy said What'd to me? What'd she say? No, I said he's seventy. What now? She goes. I thought he died. Oh well, yes. Okay. Hold on, we'll explain. All right. Uh, so he's seventy one now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, his so, birthday's in August. Okay, so he's he would have been sixty one then. Uh, this was two thousand seven. So uh, this was June of two thousand seven. So yes, he. Uh, he was 61 years old, and he held the ECW World Championship. And uh, they had a pay-per-view called One Night Stand, and he had a little clip of him talking to his son saying, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the championship. This is my title, and blah, blah, blah. He's facing a guy named Bobby Lashley, who is an actual UFC. Well, not UFC, but he's an actual MMA fighter. Right. Uh, huge dude, and... To see a 60-year-old guy go against him is like, okay, we think, we know this is fake, but come on. There's no way he can beat this guy. And he doesn't. But before the before the match, he says to his son, like, I've, I've, I've been having this feeling like something's going to attack me. Like, <laughs> like something's around the corner. And he's like... Are you afraid about the match? He goes, no, no, I'll beat the guy tonight, but I, I don't know. I've just been having this feeling. Right? You know how you get that feeling? Yeah. Yeah, that there's like imminent gonna, death yeah. upon you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he loses the match. The next day he comes out on Raw and is acting super weird. Yeah. And like, it's, I can't even explain it. He's just like, 
it's like he's been traumatized and uh-huh. he's just going like, my my name is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> my name I is. I own a mansion I, and a yacht. I own a mansion and a yacht, and I own this. And then like someone will say something like, "Why are you talking to me like that?" And like and everyone's like very confused on what's going on. Um. The what n- mental disorder is I he pretending to have? Know, right, <laughs> uh, just a breakdown. I'm not sure, but uh, he he. Then the next week they announce. Uh, next week is the uh, the draft where they they basically there was three brands at the time: SmackDown, Raw, and ECW. They said we're gonna split up, split the whole roster into threes. Or they did a weird thing back then where they randomized it. Right. Yes. I have a quick question yes. about all of that. Yeah. How often do they, like, split up and then merge the brands? Because, like, we've been talking about, like, Raw and SmackDown in the past, but I know, like, it was only within, like, the last year that they split again. Yeah. So, like... How often do they split and merge, and Good is question. that like a common occurrence? So, or? so they did it for the first time in around two thousand two, two thousand one, somewhere around there. Uh, that was where the first time was. It was it was somewhere around there, and they did that all the way until about two thousand ten to two thousand eleven, mm. uh, and then it just became one roster. Both did both shows. Yeah, but now it's back to. Split again, and now and then they just, just split it again. So twice is the answer. But okay. like they used to do, they used to do <laughs> once a year where they would like come out and just take from the other roster. Yeah, uh, and then this one was like a random computerized one, but oh. it was also uh, Vince McMahon Appreciation Night. Oh yeah, the storyline uh, where he read he read this thing. Say, Welcome to Vince McMahon. Appreciation night, everyone. Yeah, just weird and spacey. It's just weird and spacey, and then they brought in people that were basically just talking shit on him, yeah. including Snoop Dogg, including Donald Trump, including uh, uh, past wrestlers and uh, former Governor Jesse Ventura. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just a whole array. That of one got people. you. That one got you. Do you know he used to be a wrestler? No. Okay. Yeah, oh, he was he, the best announcer ever. He was ever. a great announcer, yeah. Yeah, so good. Uh, and he was in Predator. And then he was like, now I'm ready for politics. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. much. He's a big conspiracy theory artist now. Yeah. Oh, I say artist. But he doesn't wear a diamond in his chin anymore. He used to. And he used he to, to wear it back. He used to wear a Cleopatra wig, if you remember oh. that. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Isn't that the coolest? Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Everyone's coming out talking shit on him, and he's just acting weird as weird as does. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out at the end and says a couple weird words and then starts walking out. And for some reason, mm-hmm. like the camera follows him forever. Forever. The entire roster is just lined up looking at him. Yeah. One guy is just smiling at him, which uh-huh. is very weird. Right. And uh, they don't bring it up, but yeah. Who was smiling? 
I forget the guy. Oh, I forget I the night guy's name. He was a tag team partner with Brian Kendrick. I don't. I, he's no longer around anymore. But mm. like, I think the guy just was nervous or something. Anyway, was it like a like a smirk or like a? It was like, a full was he on cheesing. Like, yeah, oh, he yeah. was cheesing. <laughs> he was cheesing. Uh, anyway, that's. I think I think that was just the guy's mistake, or he just wanted to fuck things up. I don't know what happened, but. Uh, he ends like he's walking around backstage forever, right. and they're like, uh, "Vince, your limo is this way," and he's like, "Oh, okay," and walks outside. Yeah, sees two guys like outside, just like on break, just mm-hmm. talking, and like looks at them for the longest time. Oh yeah, then goes to his limo, and then sticks his leg out of the limo for the longest time. Yeah, leg goes in, limo door closes, and the right. whole thing blows up. Right. Boom. A whole thing blows up. Door shuts. Door shuts. Door shuts. Limo go boom. Oh, that's why his leg. Oh, wait. So that's wait. why his leg. <laughs> hold on. I mean, hold, okay. Just finish the story. Okay. <laughs> I think I, no, no, I think ahead. I figured it out. I, you so, figured out his, I love his how leg. His <laughs> his leg. Leg. Okay. His so, leg. His leg was like outside of the car door. You couldn't see him. And then all of a sudden, his leg goes up, closes the door, and yeah. then boom. And because he's actually still alive, it's it was it was a dummy leg, it and he got out from leg. the side and crawled across the street and got away. Well, yes. Okay, that's probably how they that's did that. That's probably yeah. exactly how they did that. Yes. Yeah. However. Yeah, I'm just saying, guys. However, everyone was supposed to believe right he's really that dead. he's in there. So they had shows the rest mm. of the week, and then they even like held like some press conferences. Uh, the website was like doing they they went into this the website was doing like these big like they were talking to the like fbi agents and i'm doing air (laughs) quotes they they were like really into this story and they're like find out everything on raw and uh people are coming out on raw Mm -hmm. and and the fbi investigator is on raw like and he's talking to people he's like so we heard you say this about Vince McMahon once. They're like, yeah, but I would never kill him like doing this. And the weird thing is, and I watched the whole episode yesterday. Uh, they keep they're like, join us next week on Raw for the investigation. <laughs> and they're, like, they're getting way into it. They're like, uh-huh. join us for the investigation. Yeah. Find out CSI yeah. WWE. Yeah. I mean, it's very soap opera, and it was very uh, who shot Jr. If yeah. you know that. Or who shot Mr. Burns? Whatever, yeah. whatever reference you want, you're looking at me totally blankly. She doesn't see. know either of the references. Either. You don't know who shot Jr. No, I don't, guys. Sorry. Anyway, Scooby Doo. Yeah. Who? Scooby Doo. That's all she. I know that Scooby Doo killed Vince McMahon. Yes. That's what they were getting to, but we'll we'll never know. Um. Maybe but they also, had, they also had they also had it was gonna just like the WWE they, they they draw things out they kind of repeat for a while like how long had they been teasing Emelina <laughs> the new Emelina there, there's so, a like, new person that they are like next week she's coming and she right. never does I mean Alberto Patron uh, Alberto Del Rio that was like three months of yeah. those uh, cool little vignettes it, right know. so like but the next week was supposed to be another Vince McMahon appreciation night so he blows up. The night of his appreciation night. Yes. And then the next week. Which spoke- is the biggest disappreciation yeah. you can show. <laughs> right. Wait, yeah. So did the, like, was it big in the news? 
Well, oh, oh so yeah. Funny you should ask because he eats they, so many marks uh, in the media. It's the best. Not only that, I heard. Uh, I heard. Uh, Triple H did an interview where he said even Donald Trump called up and was like, is everything all right with Vince? Like, what happened? Like, people saw the huge explosion. Is he okay? Yeah. Is, <laughs> is he okay? Not good. Not good. Wrong. Uh, so, yeah, he like he was fooling people to the point where their actual stock was dropping. Aggressively dropping. <laughs> Just crazy. like Lucy's jaw yeah. dropped. <laughs> like, people were, like, believing right this and, like, didn't know what to think and so they do the episode the next week and they're still going with the storyline and then they're seeing this stock drop and they're like because people think oh man he's no longer with the company what's going on and uh they had they they just didn't know where to take this so they're like okay join us for the investigation next week uh now here's where we kind of differ a little bit from the story because it there's no ending to this story. Oh, this get, it gets it gets weirder. It gets weirder. Yeah, because yeah. what this you were is, supposed this to is what see, I was thinking of. And yeah. Stephanie yeah. comes out the next night. Well, his I just daughter, want, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, isn't there something that happens? I, yeah, before? I just wanted to mention that. I just wanted to mention that was okay. pretty. A she pretty comes cool out moment. that that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she, says you know yeah vengeance and says they're going to find out who did it. You know, join us for Raw next week. We're going right. to find out who did this. Yeah. There's going to be a full investigation. Yeah. All this stuff is set up. Uh, and next week never comes because an actual murder happened. Uh, not with Vince McMahon, but with another wrestler named Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. He went crazy. Uh, many speculate CTE. Well, As many the, speculate a lot of things. Many speculate a lot of things. Uh, he killed himself and his whole family. And That's it was the official a story. Tragedy. That's the official story. You're right. That's the official what story. What are some of the theories? That the 911 call came from Connecticut and he lives in Canada? Yeah. What? I've, I've heard a bunch, but. Uh, you know that one, right? I've, I've heard that one. Yeah. I've heard one about. An ex-husband or something of of his w- wife. Like, I've heard a bunch of stories. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with the one that they've settled on. Uh, just for this. Uh, now, when next Monday comes... They, Either way. Because this happened on, like, a Saturday or something? It, it happened... Well, it, it happened on a over Saturday. Yeah. O- over a weekend. He missed a pay-per-view where he was supposed to be... Uh, yeah. Or he was supposed to be in a championship match, and so they rebooked someone in there, and then they're like, "Okay, what's going on?" Uh, Where is sent, he? Sent police over to yeah. his house, and they found everyone. They there. found everybody. Um, now they sad. didn't it's know. Very sad. They didn't know what happened, so what they did was uh, they went on. Vince McMahon shows up. Yeah. Uh, in an empty arena, and on Monday night, and says. What you were supposed to see was uh, more about my character, Vince McMahon, uh, the demise of my character, Vince McMahon, but, or Mr. McMahon. He goes, but something actually happened. Uh, Chris Benoit and his family were found dead and blah, blah, blah. And basically, like, we're not going to have, and he's like almost in tears. And he's like, yeah. he's like, we're not going to have an actual show tonight. We're going to play Vince. Uh, we're going to play Chris Benoit uh, stuff for the rest of the night. 
Then, right after the show, they find out what really happened. They, yeah, they put together the story. That, okay, yeah. You know. They put together the story. Uh, police say this is what happened. And so then right. he comes back out and says, all right, a lot of things changed in the last 26 hours. Uh, this is the last time I will ever mention Chris Benoit ever again. Uh, and we're moving on, and we're gonna do what we do best and entertain you. Yeah. Now, here's what here's so strange. A, it was the strangest things event. That's where the storyline ended. Like, and it, this is still the PG era, right? Uh no, it was right before. This is right before the PG. It was era. right before two thousand and seven. Yeah. Okay. I think that was two thousand nine. Um, so what is this? The raw aggression? The, the yeah, aggression era still. The, there's a bunch of eras, and uh, this one, I, Ruthless Aggression Era, yes. This is still Ruthless Aggression. So so uh, that just ends the storyline right there. They don't ever bring it up again. Uh, yet they just cancel it right there. There's no investigation. There's nothing anymore. Because at the same time, their stock was plummeting, and they're like, when we reveal everything, maybe Vince McMahon was going to come back. Who knows? Maybe he wasn't really dead. Uh, they thought, okay, stock would rise. Now there was an actual murderer that was a wrestler that was found with allegedly found with steroids in the apartment or in his house and everything, and so now the stock stock even went further down, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, we gotta cancel this part now. Right. Try to get back." It almost killed wrestling in general. Really, it, you know it, it got bad. real close, and I've heard that from uh, interviews with other wrestlers, like. That almost killed the business. There was a bunch of celebrities that were supposed to do things. It got even too real for the jackass guys. They canceled the whole thing that they were supposed to do with the WWE. Wow. It was a whole thing. Mm. Uh, that was like the darkest timeline of the WWE <laughs> right there. Uh, it's just about as bad as the Ted Turner face-off. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. Yeah. I just I like keeping this podcast light and injecting jokes into it. I just can't. It got too- you just can't with this. <laughs> well, let's on. let's it's, move on. Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, we're gonna go with but our then, last thing. Do you need to say something, Louis? Yeah, Louis? I was just Louis. 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 I was just gonna say it's sad. I really have no idea, like yeah. no knowledge on WWE. But it sounds like from that story that there's only so much mind play and manipulation that Mm -hmm. you can because that's like the whole purpose of yeah the organization but there's only so much before things i mean i I guess you're walking a kind of thin line between calling it mind play and just storytelling because that's kind of what they sell themselves as as is storytelling but so it's a soap opera that never ends right right but but also vince has also said like we make movies Right. Yeah. So who knows? The whole but thing yeah, is a soap opera. Yeah, yeah. I think for... it does play a little bit with people's expectations, I guess. Yeah. Of how real is this? How like? Because I don't think anyone watching thought. I guess maybe they did. They actually did think Vince McMahon actually died. Vince Cause... McMahon. Uh, yeah, oh. Mr. McMahon. Mr. McMahon. I mean, no. Because how could you possibly think that? The well, camera, like Kevin the, said, the camera, like... the camera. Was so it it I mean just that limo was so well framed, 
It was very well framed. Guys, his very leg. Well his that leg. Fire, Did you see his leg? That fire was so beautiful. The front of the car is on fire. The back of the car is on fire. It's a long limo. <laughs> he said remember that limos? So fabulously. Yeah, everybody, yeah. Do you remember limos? Yeah. They, 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 hey, everybody's got a Bentley these days. You guys remember limos? <laughs> it was think, such think way a back. beautiful fire. Remember limos? You remember limos. Yeah, so you remember great. limos, right? Yeah. Uh, I want to move on to our last thing of the night. Uh, the streak of Goldberg. Oh, man. Uh, let's talk a little bit about... We're switching from WWE to WCW. Which is WWE now. Yes. Uh, they were bought out. We covered that last week, actually. We did. We did. Um, but, yeah, uh, I knew Did you listen? You... Did you post it? Nope. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, no. It's not. We're... That's right. Hey, look, peek behind the curtain. Oh. We're like a week behind. Okay. We record. We have one in the tank at all times. Yes, that is why whenever That's, you hear us say, "Oh, last night on Raw," yeah. and then you don't actually hear us say that until two weeks after yeah. that event. <laughs> That's why. Yes, mm. that's mm. exactly it. So, <laughs> uh, uh, w WCW, WCW. Uh, they didn't have a big champion that wasn't already part of the system besides Sting. What's wrong? This is great. Oh, okay. Wait, um, Sting as in the musician? No, there was yeah. a wrestler named Sting. <laughs> oh, God, I wish yeah. it were the musician, though. That's right. Oh, that'd he, be so great. Beautiful voice for the police. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> and uh, nemes- nemesis to the NWO. NWO, yeah. <laughs> um, so they needed, they needed a champion guy, and they went to... Uh, they found a guy working out at a gym that used to play for uh, the Rams of all people, right. the L.A. Rams, a little bit, and, and a little, little bit for the L.A. Rams, a little bit for a couple the, years uh, for the uh, Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. Uh, but he was a what a lineman or something, so he's this big guy. He only played for a few years and then uh, wanted to wanted to try wrestling out. Uh, he they he was approached by Luger and, uh, and Sting, Sting, right? Yeah, and they saw him and working Sting. out because he was rehabbing. Cause but he was the all singer Sting, and that's the weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, they saw him working out. They said, uh, "Join up." And uh, he was impressing people so much just by the way he looked that he was only in there for in training for just a few months. And then they're like, well, let's try him out. Do you remember the first guy he wrestled? You have um, notes? um, what was his name? Uh, uh, he's got, he's got a funny name. That's it, my clue. It is a funny name. Um, I feel bad. I, love, I got it. I love that there. Jake has just like He's a little notes. notepad. I do. I because I, I wanted to remember some of this stuff. Uh, his name was Hugh Morris. Hugh Morris. That's right. <laughs> Humorous. It's Hugh. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, get, get you get the pun. Yeah. Get it. So just Sorry. like Val Venus. Yeah. Oh, yes, Val Venus. That was like one of my favorite things because it's kid. I still love Val Venus. I love Val Venus. Hello, ladies. Uh, that's that was his thing, Lucy. He came out to the ring in a towel. Yeah. Oh. You would have loved him. Yeah. yeah. And then there was Mr. Ass. Oh, we didn't talk about Mr. Ass. Oh, gosh. Kevin, write down. We have to talk about Mr. Yeah. Ass. We've got to talk, hey, about, we'll Mr. talk about Mr. Ass. Hold on, guys. If, so I, if I had a wrestling name, what do you think it would be? Ooh. Is there an algorithm, kind of like a you... porn name thing? Do you know that? Guess who I has a computer know. and is yeah. going to type in see, wrestling name generator. Right see, see if you can. I mean, you can kind of pick your own, right? You gotta pick your own. You gotta uh, kinda, a lot of people yeah. do the. Uh, Just you so you know, I typed in wrestling name and Google auto completed to generator. Okay. Yeah. 
Because you don't want Vince McMahon to pick it for you. Yeah, because right? then he owns it. Yeah. Um, Big Daddy. Big Daddy yeah. owns it. Uh, so I don't know if there is there. Lucy. Uh-oh. Your professional wrestling name is my favorite thing I've ever read. King Kong Assassinator. <laughs> King Kong Assassinator. Yeah, I, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. That sounds Fitting. about oh, right. Oh, hold on. Hold on. There's actually a diva version. Oh, yeah. Because she would be a diva. Well, Wait, not anymore. What is it? King Kongstress? <laughs> King Kongstress? <laughs> Assassinistress? <laughs> oh, or Tart Queen. Tart Queen! <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. that. I love wrestling. This is great. <laughs> Tart yeah, queen. you come tossing pop tarts to the audience. Yeah. Hey, everybody! Yeah, you're like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You you come out of a giant toaster up at the top of the yeah. Titantron. <laughs> totally naked. Oh, close. Okay. Close. Yeah. Close. yeah I mean, so, uh, anyways, guys, you get a singlet if you want. All right. Yeah. If you want. Hugh Morris. Hugh Morris. Hugh uh, Morris. So. That's the first guy he fights, and he does it in, like, under a minute. It's a very quick match. Um, all he does is two moves, basically. He'll tackle him, push him around, and then he does the spear and the jackhammer. And I don't even think he had the jackhammer at that point. It was the spear, and then he did a roll-up mm-hmm. um, and basically pinned him that way. So they were like, okay, he's very green, but he was getting, like, the yeah. crowd – was really into him. Yeah. Uh, Cause he just had a good look. Yeah. And he looked just like Steve Austin, who yeah. was the big thing over at WWE F at the time. Um, so they're like, okay, we got to see what we can do with him. They just start feeding him person after person. And after each time he comes out with this big, like he would have, he would have security guards walk yeah. him to the ring and well, the purpose was so he wouldn't hurt anybody. Right. And he, he talks about that, what is it, in a book or something yeah. like that, where he talks about how it's an homage to like the old Muhammad Ali days when, uh, even like today, like when you see the big prize fighters coming down the aisle in like professional boxing, there's mm-hmm. there's those like there's state marshals on the side, so <laughs> especially guys, in Alabama, yeah. you know, or like, yeah. So they would show him w- walking through and then all of a sudden like, Right before he would come out to the crowd, all these fireworks would happen. All the smoke would be there, and he yeah. would breathe in smoke this right before, right before you would see him. And once everything cleared away, you'd see him, and he would just breathe it out like a dragon, mm-hmm. <laughs> like just That's breathe awesome. it out. And people yeah. were like, "Oh, this is amazing!" So he had this cool entrance. Yeah, when he so was cool. finished with someone, he would just look at a camera and scream, "Who's next?" Yeah, and like got the crowd rolling. Uh-huh. He sounds very fun. He was exciting. Didn't really know how to wrestle. All the matches had to be in two minutes or less. Well, yeah. I mean, that was also kind of his. He that's what he and wanted. That became his you thing. Know? Yeah. Everyone else, you ask all the rest, was like he didn't need to do anything else. But like the thing is, you couldn't, you couldn't build a whole pay per view around him yeah. saying like, see him wrestle for two minutes. Yeah. Bye. And I mean, this is a uh, you know an homage to the Mike Tyson. And that's what was uh, that was hot at the time too, Mike Tyson. You know Mike uh, Tyson. Uh, fun up. fact. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Fun uh, I was born the night that Mike Tyson bit off Evander Holyfield's no way. ear. You have the magic of yeah, a Yeah, I like. Ear. Yeah. Uh, what what was what day was that? June twenty eighth, nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah. 
yeah, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Jake. Just, me too. I remember exactly where I was when, yeah. I even vaguely remember it. Like, I remember all of the kind of, like, pop culture stuff that happened around it immediately following. Like, whenever, like... The, the year? Like, SNL and all those things started re- referencing it, like, immediately kind of thing. The, the year? Or yeah. Goldberg? The year. <laughs> okay. The year. Right. I would have been, like, nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I love Mike Good Tyson's God. stories, and that that's basically what was I'm going so on. so old. <laughs> all right. I'm so um, young. <laughs> um, but the other thing I write down is uh, Mike Tyson had a wrestling history yeah. as well, so we'll talk about that another time a little too. Bit, a little, yeah, a little bit, a little, little bit of history there. Um, but yes, and he is in the Wrestling Hall of Fame as yeah, well. I know um, about it. So, so yes, he goes on the streak of just beating person after person. Yeah. And do you have in your notes how many it was towards the end? Um, th- that was an under- that was an interesting thing is that nobody knows so it varies now it goes anywhere from i've heard anywhere from i mean it could be four thousand <laughs> <laughs> but i also read it was uh it could be i think i think a technical a pseudo technical number is 173 that's the one i've heard and but they are able to at least uh say that he won 84 straight tv and pay-per-views put together um, what was it, The Miz or somebody was talking about how like they were just throwing in numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he would win like seven in five days. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, he, he would, like one week it'd be like, he won 40 matches so far. And the next week they're like, we're at 49. And like, wait, hold on. How did that happen? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he would, they would keep building that up. And even though it wasn't real, they eventually put the title on him. Yeah, and then they had to uh, end the streak, right? Uh, with it was Kevin Nash, wasn't it? I think it's an interesting note though that he he uh, about McMichael. You remember McMichael, the Chicago Bears? Yeah, he, he ends up beating because he's a he is a uh, he is a football guy. Goldberg is a football guy, mm-hmm. and there was already a football guy in the WWE. Oh. so there was just this nice sort of like passing of the torch or whatever. Um, uh, WWE embracing these other sports and uh, definitely his psychology even when you go back and you watch the Goldberg you know I mean and this was years ago the Goldberg mm-hmm. documentary you know his psychology his references are all to professional sports so yeah. you get these other wrestlers from all these different worlds nowadays and his is so specifically professional sports and it just fits his character you know to have that as part of his identity Goldberg was one of the guys that everyone he was the champion of everyone and he was he seemed like a good guy too but he was all about just I'll kick your ass and blah 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 and he seemed like a biker and uh uh he just came back to the WWE and yeah. uh uh did another <laughs> on the biggest guy there Brock Lesnar who's a real fighter as you'll say um he uh he like beat him in under a minute as yeah. well it was like an homage back to the old days of back the old Goldberg old, days. Yeah. Like this is what, this is what they saw, boy, fifteen plus years ago. This was the Goldberg that we saw, sixteen oh, yeah. plus years ago. You know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. back into the late nineties. You had any this, other notes this was, there? This was the thing that you experienced was this this complete uh, squash by this guy, by this great, yeah, it was so great cool. big Jew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and one of the few isn't he? He's one of the, one few, of the few. Vince doesn't seem to like the Jews. We are we are Is in the, the midst thing? of Hanukkah here at the time of this recording. Happy Hanukkah! So, yeah. 
Well, this is going to go out like the second well, week of January. Well, I said sure. Like, Happy I President's Day, but have it, have <laughs> go back in time. <laughs> also, let's like, not say slanderous things against uh, Vince McMahon. Uh, oh. We could not take on oh, a lawsuit against him. I thought him. he was going the other way. <laughs> I was like, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, no. But no, that's just the thing. Yes. Yeah, that's a cult cabana thing. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, we, I recorded my uh, home. I borrowed money from my mother for these microphones. He, um, I cannot take on a lawsuit against Vince McMahon. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's all alleged. We will say that. Um, we'll call him. You got any other notes there, man? Uh, no, just that. Uh, uh, I don't know if you wanted to mention the uh, DDP match. Oh, is this Halloween Havoc? Yeah. Okay. Let's mention this, and then we'll end on this one. Oh, shucks. Oh, wait. You got another one? I don't know. Okay. Um, so this is a this is an infamous, infamous story where uh, pay-per-view back in the 90s, they had a strict time that, like, you had to end at this time. And uh, the, the guy running the show at WCW, Eric Bischoff, was like, we'll end when I say we'll, we end it. It's fine. Uh, so they were in the middle of this match, or was it another match? I think it was. I think it was in the middle of this match, and pay per view just shut it off, cut everyone's feed off, <laughs> to the point where they had to refund money or trying to refund. Oh, I didn't know this side of the story. Oh, okay. No, I just know that he was like legitimately knocked out. Oh, I didn't hear this. Yeah, I went back and, and <clears throat> watched some or listened to some DDP interviews, and. Uh, yeah, so Goldberg had this character that was like, "I'm dominant," and uh, you know Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. You can mm-hmm. hear them. You can hear them shoot on Goldberg about how like nobody's straight up dominant except for maybe the Undertaker, and that's mm-hmm. on Vince's watch. That's because that's a Vince character. Yeah, and Vince is like, "I'm creating a guy that doesn't sell." You know, that, that doesn't yeah. sell. Yeah. Um, do you know what selling is, Lucy? Uh, no, Jake, could you please elaborate? It's yes anding. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we just need to put it into VCs. That's a good way of putting it. It really though. is. Yeah. If if I if I acted like I was to punch Jake right now. I have to yes and by going oh. by going out or moving and acting like he got punched. Yeah. Not selling is me acting like I punch him and he just sits there right. like, like you didn't punch me. Right. No, you didn't. <laughs> I'm invincible. Yeah. Yeah. So like Nash and Hall are a couple of other old heels uh, from back in the day. And they shoot on Goldberg because Goldberg wouldn't want to lose. Is Goldberg a baby face? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was only heel for one night. Really? Yeah. yeah. We've all been a heel for one yeah. night. So I guess this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dropping the bomb. That's a pipe bomb right there. Yes. Uh, but back to the DDP match was, uh, it was just DDP had, you know, he said he had a hard time trying to convince him to sort of show some vulnerability in this match. And there was a moment, there's a spot, and that's like kind of a bit in the, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, there was a, there's a spot in the match where DDP says, you know, like, you got to miss the spear. Because that's his thing. He spears you. You know, spear the spear. A spear is uh, uh, basically him running full charge and then diving at you and, like, kind of cupping your waist and taking you down. Right. Dives at you like a spear. Mm-hmm. Like a spear. 
Yeah. Wow. He, he jumps at you. He turns into a spear. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's a moment where he he misses the spear. Uh, but because Goldberg doesn't know how to kind of turn. Wrestle? So they say. <laughs> he nails the post and legitimately hurts his shoulder. Oh. And uh, I guess maybe even knocks himself out. And so from the rest of the, the rest of the match, DDP says he, he wrestled kind of stiff. And that means he's kind of not yeah, standing too yeah. well. He's legitimately hitting or something. I don't know. Um, uh, but they get through the match. They, some say it's, it's Goldberg's best match, um, but he doesn't remember it too well. He was, he was unconscious. He was, he was somewhat wow. just completely knocked out because he – Hadn't missed his spear before. Yeah, I didn't and they know did that not know part. how to miss a spear. Wow. So, I yeah. didn't know that part. Yeah, go back and watch that. It's pretty yeah, sweet the I way he gets know. that diamond cutter on him, and then yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I think we're at the closing time. We're past it, really. We're past it, but you know what? We had two special guests, so it's yeah. an extra long episode. Um, not that I want to thank you guys so much. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming out, guys. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, um, because I did this. Um, while we were doing this, I typed my name into the na- uh, wrestling name generator. Yeah, what was your name? Uh, my name is the Irksome Grinder. I can see that. Which so is accurate because Grinder yeah. does irk me to use. Yep. Irksome Grinder. Nice. So yeah. I, I will carry that name with pride. Yeah. All right. And yeah. Well, I'm Kevin, and speaking for the Irksome Grinder, uh, and and thank you guys so much, Lucy Thanks and Jake. For, thank you for having me. I learned so much. I know. We and you, educate. you get to leave with the name of I the Tart Queen. I am the Tart Queen. Queen. <laughs> Tart Queen. Tart Queen, or Queen. the King Kong Assassinator. <laughs> Assassinator. Cool. That's what it was. We're oh. leaving on that note. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. Peace.